Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Tuesday, February 21st edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today we're going to be talking about some money stuff and Aquaman and Powerless. Uh, First up, the Lego Batman movie finished number one domestically at the box office for its second weekend of releases from Variety. Made another forty-two point five million. I think it made fifty-three million its first week. So that's a pretty small drop. Uh, so it's up to a total now of one hundred and seven million domestically, and I think it's around one hundred and eighty worldwide as of this past weekend. So it looks like it's going to have pretty good legs. Yeah, and we we talked about how there's not a lot of uh, kids movies out right now, and so if you have a kid and you want to take them to the theaters, this is the movie you're probably taking them to. So I think that's going to help them quite a bit. Right, and and animated movies tend to have good legs, so hopefully this continues going and maybe we see more from this Lego world. Yeah. All right, next up, uh, just some quick Aquaman film updates. Uh, James Wan, the director on Twitter, uh, mentioned that there will not be Aqualad in the film. Somebody asked him about Aqualad, and he said, absolutely not. Yeah, not, but thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah, not not terribly surprising. Uh, I mean, I wasn't expecting an Aqualad, but I guess now we have confirmation from the director. Uh, maybe in the future we will get to see Aqualad in this universe. That would be nice. Uh, but n- I'm not surprised at all that he's not going to be in the in any of the versions of Aqualad will be in the first film. Yeah, and obviously that's the more important thing that came out of Twitter. But you know, the other whatever is Don Burgess. He's He's uh, nominated for Academy Award for uh, cinematography for Forrest Gump, and he also worked on the original Spider-Man. Obviously not as important as Aqualad, but he'll be on the film, whatever. Right. Uh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, a very experienced cinematographer. Uh, Yeah, a little movie called Forrest Gump 20-some years ago now, 1994 that came out. He was uh, nominated for an Oscar. Uh, He's also worked with Juan before on The Conjuring 2. So mm-hmm. I guess they've worked together. I'm really curious to see what kind of world they create for Atlantis and everything yeah. underwater. That's going to be really probably one of the trickiest tasks of his career. Yeah. And this just kind of continues the theme of James Wan bringing in talent to Warner Brothers New Line. And we talked yesterday about um, he probably had a role in getting David F. Sandberg to maybe possibly direct Shazam too. So uh, it's just cool. It seems like James Wan is pretty happy and he's bringing in people he likes. So that's cool. Right. Not to mention the overall talent for this Aquaman film. Yeah. Just um, from casting people like Nicole Kidman um, to everything behind the scenes. This is shaping up to be a pretty impressive casting crew. Yeah. Uh, so previewing this week's Powerless, we're moving on to TV now. Uh, Entertainment Weekly released a little image and synopsis of this week's episode. And it's just funny because it's got Alan Tudyk in costume as Robin. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they find the team, Van, Teddy, and Ron, find a, a missing battering. And so they decide to go looking for Batman, which makes sense. And uh, <laughs> I'm I'm assuming uh, Van Wayne's character dresses up as Robin to entice Batman, trick him. <laughs> I don't I don't know, but this is just a wacky show, and it's uh, still fun. And if you if you want to see these kinds of DC references, this is the kind of things you're missing if you're not watching it. Yeah, and he uh, the Robin suit he has might just be the most muscular looking Robin oh, yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, 
there's definitely some padding in there. Make, <laughs> uh, makes him look pretty jacked. Yep. All right, and then our next last little piece of news, which is pretty happy, pretty good. Uh, Warner Brothers Studio recorded their highest profit ever in 2016, uh, The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, that's where it's come from. And uh, it says it's thanks to DC superheroes and Harry Potter. So, um, yeah. I didn't see Harry Bring Potter. Bringing in the money. Anyway. Yeah. I guess Fantastic Beasts counts. Um, yeah. So, this includes their TV and film, but th- their overall profit was, um, but it's apparently their most po- profitable film slate in nearly a decade, uh, which is pretty impressive. Obviously, the two DC movies helped out a lot towards that. And it's good news, you know, just a reminder, like Warner Brothers New Line, they're they're relying on the DC superheroes in the coming Mm -hmm. years. And this is just more proof of that. You know, they're going to keep making DC movies no matter what. Not to mention the other part in that article was that consumer products for for, um, Time Warner jumped nearly 40% from the, the previous year. Yeah. Which is really funny because we're talking billions of dollars, right? What didn't we say? Four point five billion on DC yeah. merchandise last week. Um, it's just funny. A reminder: like, if looking at the box office isn't enough to convince you that there's going to be more DC movies, just look at what they're making in consumer products compared to that. Um, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's just it's always good to hear this because it means we're going to get more DC content because it's bringing in money and they have money to throw at people to make more dc content so that's exciting right the brand is continuing to grow that means more movies more tv shows more everything all right well that is all we've got for today thanks for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow thanks for listening and make sure to check out dc daily drop on twitter facebook and dc drop by tomorrow for more dc news